Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Miracle Mindsets. I have had the most insane week, like genuinely insane. Um, On Monday I did a breathwork workshop and a journaling workshop with Claire, who I did the breathwork with a few months ago and I literally told just like I was bawling like a baby. And so I did the breathwork and journaling session about letting go, how you can be kinder to yourself, a little bit of self-love talk. And then the day after I did a live podcast (laughs) with um, my close, close friend, Ellie DeCourcy. We're such good friends and so in alignment with each other. She's been on the podcast before. And when she said about doing a live podcast, I was like, I wouldn't have anybody else. Like, the way we bounce off each other, but we were nervous because the thing is like, usually I don't prepare for podcasts. I'll just sit here. I'll kind of know what I'm, I'm going to talk about and I'll roll with it, see what comes out. But when you're sat in front of 15 people, like how do you even know what you're actually going to say for an hour? Am I going to trip up? Am I going to quake? I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. I've never done it before. So we did it all about finding your purpose and how to deepen your intuition. We are going to do another follow-up episode so that you guys can actually hear it because it was incredible. Like it went so well. Everything came out as it should have. Like we said things that we told our personal experiences, but I'm so annoyed that we didn't film it. Like, <laughs> luckily, a gorgeous um, woman in the audience was filming it. She's been to all the workshops that I've done um, at that company. And yeah, it was just, it was just insane. And I came out of it. I never, ever like really sit back and think about how far I've came or what I've achieved. And then I actually sat back and my dad said, like, you should be so proud of yourself. Like, not many people could do that, like, talk in front of people. And I sat back and thought, well, I couldn't have a few years ago. And resilience grows when you step out of your comfort zone. Like, when you do those little things that you are scared of or feel like you might fail at, like, a huge thing is fear of failure, I feel, with everybody. Because we don't want to fail. Everyone wants to succeed, but they're afraid to take the steps to get there just in case they fail. Um, But obviously I'm I'm going on about that right now, but we will be doing a full episode on that. And I say it all the time, like a few years ago, I, I would never ever have said I'd be going into businesses, doing talks. And I was actually speaking to my facial lady, Becky, yesterday. And I'm actually thinking, guys, I might start doing one-to-one coaching because so, so many of you reach out on DMs and we talk there and things. And I can't really help just on a couple of voice notes. Like I would love to, if someone's struggling with something like confidence, taking the next step, whether it be in the body, body confidence, like I would want to give them a 360 and be able to check in with them and give them a plan and so they could actually feel better so I'll definitely toy with the idea please let me know what you think if you'd be interested but I want to help people one-to-one and really get to genuinely help that person and thoroughly not just on a couple of minute voice notes recommending a book but actually getting deep with them taking them on a journey and transforming, watching them do things, step out of the comfort zone. And yeah, so this episode is going to be all about how to raise your vibe, baby, how to raise your vibration, how to get in alignment with the things that you want, how to feel good. So to understand the law of attraction, 
a little bit better, you need to explore the concepts of energy and vibration. Everything, everything in the universe, energy, is all constantly moving and this is vibration. So when in science you ever looked at boiling water and you'd see the particles moving faster and start to vibrate more, that is vibration and it all vibrates at different rates and anything can, not anything, but a lot of stuff can affect your vibration, whether the food you eat, the words that you use, the amount of sleep that you have, what you put into your body, not only put into your body with food, but what you consume, social media, your beliefs, your thought patterns, how much you move your body, like all of this feeds into our personal energy. And something that is vibrating at a particular frequency is a vibrational match to whatever it is at a similar level to that. So if you are low, you complain a lot, you're negative, you feel fear, you feel anxiety, they're all really low vibrational emotions and they vibrate at really low hertz. Going a bit deep here, guys. But when you're feeling fearful or guilty, they're the lowest vibrations that you can feel. And so when you're feeling them consistently and your thoughts are feeling not very good, you're not exercising, you're quite stagnant, you're eating rubbish, this is putting you at a really low vibrational energy. And so that you're going to suck in all different experiences, things, people that are in vibrational match to how you feel. To the point I work so much on my energy, my mindset, and over the past year or two years, I have got a completely different set of friends that I never, ever had that are all into this, all into raising the vibration, all into wellness, moving the body, and I didn't have them when I wasn't thinking like this because I'm not a vibrational match to that person or to that lifestyle. So. We're going to talk today all about raising your vibration. There's obviously the law of attraction. So like attracts like. You get what you think about most of the time. And I remember hearing this on the tapes. I sat back and I was like, you get what you think about most of the time. What do I think about? And when you don't think about it, most of the time you're on autopilot. You're thinking about what you're going to have for dinner. You're thinking about what your colleague said to you. You're thinking about you're thinking about the 3D really surface level things you know, thinking about work, thinking about going to the groceries, and we we don't we don't spend enough time tapping into okay, what do we want? Like, what do we want to manifest? How do we want our lifestyle to change? Who do we want to attract? We don't think about these things constantly, and so our life can look like it stayed the same consistently. Whereas when we tap into that little part of us more often how am I feeling, do an audit, how am I feeling, what do I want to manifest into my life, like how am I feeling at the moment, how can I raise my vibration, what can I do to feel better, what kind of lifestyle do I want, asking yourself these leading questions, visualizing, thinking truly present future focused is the key to getting into better alignment with what you want, present to future focused, where you are now And where you're going to be in a year is all you need to focus on. The past is the past. And our brains will naturally always take us back to the past, whether it will compare to the past so that we don't make the same mistakes again, or maybe you haven't healed something from the past. But when we're living in the past, we're identifying with this old energy, this old identity. 
And when you focus on present future, imagine you have a plug and you can plug it in to any reality. When you're pl- when you are present future focused, you can plug your current situation into where you want it to be. So for example, I talk about manifestation a lot and I don't necessarily practice it every day, but when I look back on the things that I'm putting out there and what I've asked for, I asked to do live talks, you know, I've asked to do workshops, I've asked to move to Australia and I've put in the steps, but it's all happened this year. Everything has happened this year. And I looked at my vision board apart from America because it's just not in alignment, didn't work out. Me and the girls had oh, the infamous group chat, like girls, let's go to America this summer. Like it's going to be amazing. No, 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 never made it off the group chat. But the point is, is that when you are actively thinking about what you want and figuring out where your brain power is going, energy leakage is a huge way that you're going to lower your vibration. Where is your thoughts, your mind, where is it going and what is it growing? Is it growing weeds or is it planting something that is genuinely going to make you have a better future? So my first point is who you surround yourself with matters so much. When you're surrounded by toxic people who do not want the best for you, who are jealous or complain or are negative or do not have the same aspirations in life or do not have the same mentality as you, if you spend enough time around them, think about it. You're not going to talk about visions and ideas and what you want and big each other up and push each other to be better if they're not in that space. If all they want to do is distract themselves, complain, talk about other people. I'm not necessarily saying that you'll become like them, but think about how that affects your energy and where that puts your mindset. Like you can resist it. And when I'm in that energy, I'm not talking about the things that I want. I don't necessarily feel good. I'm trying to not be like them, which in essence is being a little bit negative. So if you're surrounding yourself with anger, with negativity, with low vibrational things and activities, and you don't feel that good, or you're always hungover, or, you know, just remember that that is affecting your frequency. I think as well, we all get little niggles that maybe something in our life needs to change, whether, like I said on the last one, like drink for me is something that I know brings down my energy. I don't feel good in the morning. I don't feel good when I've had too much. And so I'm being conscious that I don't even need to really drink that much to have a good time. Um, but you do get niggles, you get you get little snippets of like, oh, that doesn't feel that good anymore. Oh, she drains my energy a little bit. And listen to those. You've got to listen to the niggles. Focus on the feelings of being positive, being abundant, being happy. In the game of life and how to play it, your word is your wand. Like, what you speak out, oh, I can't afford it. I'm so poor. I'm so fat. I'm so broke. These are so (laughs) detrimental to your life because your subconscious doesn't know when you're joking. You can can do self-deprecating jokes and you can make jokes about things. But when you're saying these things to yourself, your subconscious is like a sponge. And so over time, it believes it. And your subconscious is just like the navigator that you program. So when you're feeding in these words, feeding in these beliefs, feeding in this energy, feeding in these thoughts, your subconscious will do anything to look for it and to find that. So when you're being negative and complaining about money, 
you'll probably get a couple of bills, you'll probably get a fine, you know, like when I've been really, really anxious about money, there tends to be more problems with money. So the first one was surround yourself with positive people. If you can't do that right now, pray on it to the universe, whatever, that you become more in alignment with the people that are meant for you. And also, you don't have to be physically surrounded by them. Surround yourself with them virtually, you know, listen to the podcast, connect in community groups. There'll be so many ways or listen to people that are already doing what you want to do. And that brings me on to my second point, visualization. I have had so many mad experiences with visualization. I even remember talking to a guy who moved to Manchester and he used to listen to every night an audio of him saying, I have such an amazing group of friends. You know, I'm so connected. I have such an incredible group. And then before he knew it, he was surrounded by the exact people he was trying to manifest. Visualization, your brain does not know the difference between what is real and what you are imagining. And it says that when, you know, when you're visualizing eating a lemon and truly thinking about the bitterness, your mouth starts to salivate, 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 salivate. (laughs) You know, when you actually sit and you visualize happiness and you smile, or when you start to laugh, like you can feel the happiness in your body. So visualization is such a main component for raising your vibration because it starts to help your body and help your mind believe that that is possible for you. And that is a, that is a big step in attracting anything to yourself is believing that you are worthy of getting those things. When you're visualizing, start to visualize how it feels to have that life that you want, get clear on what it is that you want and how you want to feel and just start to see yourself stepping into those shoes. So with Australia, for example, when I created that vision board in July, I there's just this vivid, vivid visualization that I always think about. And it's like so hot. And I'm walking down, because obviously I've lived there before, haven't I? I'm walking down Sydney CBD and I can see in the distance, Sydney Harbour Bridge, and I've just ordered a coffee. Don't even know what the coffee shop's called, but I know that it's like on the left. Um, and I can see it and I can feel it and I genuinely believe that I will be there in a few weeks and I am going to be there in a few weeks but you might struggle with visualizing because I definitely used to and if you struggle there's so many ways that you can visualize don't worry if you can't just sit and see it in your mind Um, I think a vision board is a really really good thing to do get an amazing high vibe playlist on I've actually got a good vibe playlist so I'll put it in the show notes but get a really good vibe playlist on and sit before you do a vision board and ask yourself, what do I want? Like, what will truly make me happy? So if you don't know, listen to last week's episode, Manifesting from Alignment, and really get clear on what it is that you want. Then go on Pinterest and like look at pictures and get excited and imagine they're you and select 15, 20, 25, however many, I always print them off at Tesco. So I've actually got physical printouts, like not just, I'm 
going on Pinterest and printing them out and it's just on paper. Like I go and physically get them printed and then have a gorgeous night, light some incense, you know, stick words on there or listen to a podcast whilst you're doing it. Make it a little ritual when you create it and set the intention that with every picture, like this is going to happen to me. This is going to happen to me. I remember when me, Holland, Liv created it. Liv is in Australia right now as well. Um, It's just so good, honestly. So we created it when we were in Abbasock music blasting we just went there to escape for a weekend yeah we created it and I just kept saying thank you so much my amazing relationship um Sydney Harbour Bridge and my instant visa approval and doing yoga in Sydney living in Bali thank you thank you thank you debt free and I just kept saying it over and over again joking and it's all happening it genuinely is all happening so when people say visualizing don't be scared of it because I used to struggle so much with the physical visualization but when you create a vision board you've got like a proof sheet there so when you can look at it like I was doing then thank you so much universe thank you God for manifesting in for me a good relationship an instant visa approval like I thought I was gonna have to do all these medical exams like everyone does and I kept saying to myself thank you so much that my visa's come through instantly approved thank you so much thank you so much I have it on my phone as a reminder came through instantly approved within a week and they take one to three months to process guys like wild but you can obviously do a vision board then from that you can sit and visualize you can create like a little space where your vision board is your yoga mat is incense that's kind of what I've done or you can just write down thank you for um da -da 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 -da, scripting which is a form of visualization or you can when you're writing your gratitudes in the morning this is what I do I am so grateful that uh, my visa has been instantly approved. I am so grateful. So I do it in the morning. Do you know when you usually do your gratitude? It's like, oh, I'm so grateful for this day. I'm so grateful for my family. I do it in the morning where it's like, thank you so much that X, Y, Z and acting as if it's already happening. I'm so grateful for it. Okay. So the next point, and it's probably one of the most important ones for me, is to work with healing modalities. So I always talk about on this, and I have for years, about Reiki, um, about breath work, about meditating, about trying different things and different methods to healing. So Reiki is such an amazing um, healing modality because when we go through day-to-day -day life, when we go through trauma, when we are feeling stuck in life, so maybe you are not speaking up about something or you really struggle to speak the truth or maybe you're constantly living in anxiety, fear or guilt, this will impact your body and the energy that emulates from it. So when I was going through my breakup um, in 2022, you might have heard if you've already listened, but me and Jen went to Reiki and she kept saying to me like you your solar plexus is so blocked full of anxiety and grief and guilt and shame and um you're blaming yourself and all this and like obviously when you go through a breakup you go through all these different feelings and emotions and so she could feel the energy that and the blockages same way as if you struggle to speak your truth you might have an energy blockage in your throat chakra, you might always get sore throats. Um, and when 
we are just going through day-to-day life we don't often recognize something until it's blocked and until we don't feel very good and then we can go to someone and get it healed and sort it out but it's so important to really actually work with your energy so reiki really works with your energetic field so we've got wow i'm going to do it today we've got seven different types of like energetic bodies so like the astral body if you want to read stuff like that it's um you can read it in healing is the new high and it talks about the different types of bodies your emotional body your physical body things like that but when we work with reiki it starts to kind of tap into those instead of just on the physical plane like she doesn't actually touch you she works with all the different energies and unblocks so that all your chakras and your energy centers are working in harmony but everyone has a different name for it like um in yoga it's prana and in chinese it's chi and i remember going to acupuncture and they talk about when chi's blocked or some dis-ease in your body and it'll because it'll be because of blocked chi and it's actually so exciting because there's so many different ways to heal it like i read a book called yang sheng a couple of years ago and it's all about chinese medicine and it talks about releasing blocked stagnant energy so you can you do tai chi body tapping you've got emotional freedom technique like there's so many amazing ways to work with your energy but one thing that i know for sure to raise your vibe it does not just start and end with the mind like you've got to work on your body you've got to be tapping into your body really seeing how things feel um doing body scans and another big way which is so it's almost sounds um counterproductive but doing shadow work when you're healing the shadow parts of yourself even though you might go through a little bit of a hard time i remember doing my shadow work and i obviously always do it um it's not something that you ever really stop but when i actually realized and sat down myself and was like i have got a lot of shit i need to unpack and i need to work on to do with um insecurities in my body not feeling good enough um like even i was talking to my mum and dad downstairs today and they were saying about how when they came to sydney i didn't go out with them for a few days like i'd just sit in it was when i was really struggling with my body and i told them that i was ill which was like oh but i just think you couldn't be bothered and like for me i was just so in my own world then i'm pretty selfish really and so that is something that I have worked on and healed but when I was working through those painful memories and going back and doing a timeline and writing a love letter to myself and really sitting with the insecurities and feeling them and letting them wash over you there's honestly I can't tell you how much I've healed this year like something that used to make me so anxious and so I just I feel ease about it and I think because I've actually sat with all the emotion that I felt and let it come up and actually sat with it like we avoid doing the work so much because it's so uncomfortable and so painful and you just feel negative you don't feel very positive but once you've healed that part of yourself your shadow can't really touch you like you work with it you do become your own best friend and then life becomes easier and you become so much more resilient your energy raises you don't feel as negative like you feel like you believe in yourself and that comes with sitting and working on those shadow parts so i would say honestly i know it sounds counterproductive but if you know that you've got stuff to heal and truly heal will be so into personal development but what they actually need to 
do is learn to be present because they're constantly constantly in the minds thinking I'm not doing enough I'm not doing enough and I actually seen a TikTok the other day and it was a lady who does yoga and it was talking about the wellness industry let me try and get it up here's the dark truth about self-improvement that nobody talks about you may become the best best version of yourself but as soon as you learn about what you should be doing for example i should be reading i should be working out i should be getting up early it creates a, this mental checklist if we don't do everything on that list we can use it as ammunition that we use against ourselves and that's because the truth is is that self-improvement alone doesn't satisfy us self-improvement is only one part of the journey The other half that is vital for growth is self-acceptance, accepting where you are right now, accepting every small and big win, learning from ourselves, learning from our losses and enjoying the now. And like, that is so true. And I know that so many of us, so many of you guys will have experienced that when you start in your self-development game, you can almost use it as like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not successful enough. I'm not succeeding enough when actually it's this self-development is only a tiny snippet of what life actually is like we have to go through messy breakups and rekindle old flames and get fired from our jobs and move to a new city and try all these new exciting things and mess up along the way to learn self-improvement we can't just learn it through a book and so so many of us are trying to do this work but actually we're not being positive or kind towards ourselves because we're actually beating ourselves up about not doing enough and isn't that just the same as not being enough not feeling good enough we've got to remember that is that this part of self-development and self-improvement is only one little chapter of your life and you don't need to let it take over which I have been so guilty of so so guilty of but we're only young we're meant to make mistakes meant to have fun you know we don't have to be perfect a little bit off track there, but you know, you know the point. <laughs> the final thing that I would say about raising your vibration is to be present. Be present and be grateful and live in this moment because when you're not focused on the past and when you're not focused on the future, you can be in the now and in the now, there is actually no problem. Like when I'm sat here right now, I'm sat here, I'm recording my podcast, but if I identify with the future, stressing about money or I worry about the past, stressing about something else, I am shaking up my energy in the present moment, worrying about something that is not actually here. All we have is a present moment. And so when you can sit in the present and truly be grateful and get excited about life, like I say this so much, but I love the little things now like I love going downstairs and making a coffee and having a gorgeous chat with my mom and cleaning my room I love cleaning my room and listening to music and going to the gym and like I'm not always present I'm that's definitely not the case but I, I try and practice being present and I think that's coming to play more so over the past few months like obviously you guys know that I've got made redundant and I'm working in school and I said on last week's podcast, it wouldn't have ever been on my vision boards working in a school. Like it isn't 
my dream job but I'm learning such amazing things in the job I've never done marketing before and I just see the excitement on kids the kids faces and I love I honestly love that job for connection and I'm present and I'm not thinking I'm not fulfilled this isn't where I want to be I'm accepting things as they are and I'm in such a better place than if I was to say this isn't my purpose you know I should be doing something else accepting things as they are is a huge key to raising your vibration to feeling better and to truly live in the moment because the moment is all we have and we don't always get tomorrow guys we don't always get tomorrow and I actually just think like I see I seen on the news the other day um there was you might have seen it there's a blazing fire like on a massive apartment block I think it was in Reading and there was a guy literally in the corner the the flames were so bad like honestly so bad and a crane came and got him like at the very last minute and he must be sat there now thinking I have got another chance at life like what am I going to do differently and it shouldn't take that to do things differently like we need to start seeing our life with a fresh excited lens like thinking of all the possibilities not being on autopilot and treating ourselves and taking the steps that we need to be in a different place in 2024 a better place in 2024 but I really hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you got something out of it and I will see you on the podcast next week.